on your suggestion. So I was like, well, you've obviously got a lot of thoughts about this. A lot of love. So, it's, another, it's, it's one of these. Um, so I don't have to worry about saying too much. <laughs> I can nope. just listen to you talk, which is the normal jam. Um, hey, welcome to Dan Dan. Yeah, me jumping on a biscuit. Welcome back to Dan Dan Critics Are Down. My name is Morgan Roberts. I'm joined, as always, by Dominic Fitzgerald. Breh. Um, Breh. Um, for those following at home, Breh is Dom's name today in the Zencaster window. That's his. It's a tribute to the on. always, always energetic, always life affirming Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> um, Love you, bro. Or as he was at time of at time of filming, two thousand. Oh, what are we talking? Two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah, summer of two. Film come out. Summer of 02 was just called Tyrese. Yeah. Still, well, that's his, that's his, that's his music name. Once he, uh, even <laughs> though he had been in um, a handful of motion pictures at this point, uh, thanks to his continued work with the director of this film, uh, John Singleton, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Tyrese was, uh, very, very well versed in both the music and film scenes. Hmm. But, um, yeah, this, that's, that's, that's my man. That's my bruh. The, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are watch. We, we we watched recently uh, the film Too Fast, Too Furious. I feel like the 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 <clears throat> films like this, you know, the title of which I think is a a template for all future films that try to then include the number of the film as as it is sequentially coming mm. in the franchise Indeed. in the title of said film, mm. and I feel like that is. At the very least, something to be celebrated that this film did so well. It too is. fast, too furious. I mean, like how how do you follow the fast and the furious? Exactly. How else? You crank it up. How you well? double it. <laughs> you double it. That's, that's, um, that's you, it, it, you halve it, and then you double it, and then you double it yeah. because Vin, Vinny boy, not mm-hmm. here. What's going on with that? Yeah, I should have looked that up before we recorded because I'm not quite aware of the trivia of why this is a what? Brian O'Connor centric story. I've never needed to. What? You know, I just I I, I love these movies too much to feel like. Even though I'm obsessed with them, and I um, and I do of course look up a lot of details about things I'm obsessed with. I've, I've, Are I you saying that I've actually done some research that you have? Have you got the research? Have you got the facts? I've got the research. Oh, so you know what? Here we go. They, they offered on. him. They offered Vinny twelve twenty five million to do this, and he said, and he looked at the script and said no, and he did wow. Riddick, Riddick instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like in retrospect, in a twenty fourteen interview, mm. um. Uh, you know, so, oh, you yeah, know, maybe I didn't give it a, you know, anyway, saying, oh, you know, like, actually, you know, look, it, it's, it, it turned out at, at, okay and it's pretty good. And, you know, um, that perhaps, perhaps he made the wrong decision then, but it sort of also worked out that it was a good decision anyway, because it, it exactly. showed that the you series yeah. could sort of have the hindsight didn't we have necessarily need him. Exactly. And it allowed some other characters a chance to sort of propagate and establish themselves in the, yes. in the law of fast furious worlds so that yes, was interesting yes. the uh yes no we can't the hindsight in a post fast five worlds is uh you know we can't really take that because you know you think about it i want to compare this film a lot to uh, another sequel um of which there are a, a strange abundance of similarities between this and bad boys 2 you know um, you can't get a fucking mic stand, Dom. By the way, come on. I'm sick of editing out these little. My name's Dominic Fitzgerald, and I just, I just touch, I just touch my microphone. I'm just sitting here fingering my mic all time. Record. I'm sorry. It's a. <laughs> wow. I was about to say. I was about to say edit point, but I'm like, no, fuck this. He's, I don't yeah, know. No, we're out. recording this. On Friday today, He's airing out. I was more worried about there's a there's a there's a there's a concrete driller just up the road. 
I was more worried about <laughs> well, that is, coming up on Mike. There is, as I was often at my house, someone over the over the road mowing their lawns. <laughs> at some point, when uh, if the noise gate doesn't kick in, you won't be able to, you yeah. might be able to hear that bit of trivia. Anyway, I'm um, freehanding it. I'm freehanding the mic as per usual. Fuck yeah. So Hell yeah. you know, just if yeah, live live with it. But fast, too I'll fast, too let, too. I'll live and let Mike. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> it's. A film that, yeah, you you can't really blame Vin for uh, shaking his head upon at the time. Because, you know, you think about it at the time. If you, you know, you make The Fast and the Furious, which is, by all accounts, a fantastic film. A very well-aimed genre movie. Nothing too revolutionary, but is extremely effective at what it sets out to be. Absolutely, you know, and and, and it's that same thing of like, oh, I don't like... I don't like pop music. I don't like this. Yeah. Don't, it's like, no, like how is it well executed? Does it achieve, mm. does the Dominic Fitzgerald criteria of film, does it achieve what it set out to, what it is, what, what it has, fucking yes. me, what it has set out to achieve. Too uh, many biscuits, bro. At, fucking too many. Speaking too many, of biscuits. On oh, some sugar oh, shit. Oh, but yes, oh, you're right. right. By my own measure of, of, of film perfection, if a film sets out to achieve what it wants to, succeeds at doing so, and does it with exceptional style, perfect. And The Fast and the Furious is a film that absolutely does that. It is this stylized family drama with all these high-action, high-color set pieces that fit the time. It's, it's, very, it's very perfect. And so to, to want to risk that again... And you look at the script between Fast 1 and Too Fast, Too Furious... Yeah, you would, you would, you would be, you would be, you wouldn't be wrong if you said, you know, there's, there's nothing to this one per se. There's nothing, uh, nothing we haven't already done. There's no uh, core to it. So I could see why Vin would, 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 would let it go without the, the future sight of knowing what this franchise turns into. And because the thing is like uh, uh, a phrase uttered by me so many times in this podcast mm. on paper, mm. you know, this looks, fairly nondescript like it's like okay cool you know drug insider cops street racing more like you know 50 percent speed Mm. shots of like asses hanging out of short shorts i mean like how much of this do we want well turns out we want nine at least of these enough to want to see it (laughs) and enough to want to see it in two different films that same summer uh, because what you described (laughs) is also bad boys 2 to a t To an absolute T. I realized that this morning, having seen um, Bad Boys 2 for the first time ever since I last rewatched um, Too Fast, Too Furious. And it was just like, yeah, Miami, uh, the drug kingpins can't move their money out. Uh, they have an attractive undercover DEA agent to meet yeah. our two dude bro protagonists. She FBI in this case, but it's DEA and Bad Boys. Yes, too, exactly. She's FBI. Uh, she's she's definitely something. Yeah, because the other guys are DEA in um in 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 the film. But where I I look at Bad Boys Two with a smear of disgust because <laughs> it is a foul film. When was the last time you watched Bad Boys Two? I don't think I've seen Bad Boys Two. It <laughs> is <another> foul. <laughs> it is it is all of Michael Bay's sort of. Hatred poured into a film, a very stylized, eccentric film, but a very foul film nonetheless. Too Fast, Too Furious is so loving, just Mm. in all aspects. And I think that's, you know, to bring it back to our earlier franchise point, 
I'm a sucker for a franchise that isn't plotted out perfectly, right? Like uh, this and the the Mission Impossible franchise, I find intensely fascinating because unlike your modern Marvel equivalents, nothing is planned out here. They sort of just adapt as they go. They make these different stylistic choices that while maybe stylistically different, they keep the same core thing. So while people often dismiss Too Fast, Too Furious as this uh, hyper-colored thrill ride of a film and nothing much more, I... I, I sort of I I I think they don't give it enough of a shot because if they look at it properly, there's this incredible <laughs> character relationship between Brian O'Connor, the great late Paul Walker, and Tyrese Gibson, Roman Pierce. That's I think it's maybe one of the best buddy dynamics in cinema history. If I'm being honest, well, you know, and that's coming from a film that has some buddy dynamics. It's true. From a franchise that has some buddy dynamics, as we've seen in the previous installment and future installments of this film. Exactly. Which is smart because, while let's say Vin Diesel can look at the script and say, I don't want to return. That's the thing. Hang on. If if, if he looked at a script, then surely he was looking at a script that involved Dominic Toretto to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. So, So there was multiple versions of this written depending on separate contingencies, including one of... A, a you know a situation a timeline that he doesn't return to the franchise yeah. for some reason or is unavailable to film. Um, look, if, maybe he would have done it if there was nothing else on his plate. So it says like he did. He yeah. had to shoot Chronicles of Riddick. So you know, I see. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, it's not it's not like where we we all know how that turned out because it's not like we're chomping at the bit next summer to, to see to Riddick Nine the Chronicles of Riddick Nine. Yes, yeah, so, so Dude, we're not getting John anyway. Cena in Riddick Nine. <laughs> Yes. The, the Rock didn't get his own Riddick spinoff. <laughs> mm, yeah, just um, but that's I think that's anyway. a fascinating like writing tool that is so successful. Because all right, say you, Vin Diesel says no to this film as he did. The Roman Pierce character is is absolutely not written to. They don't try and replicate the first film. No, in no, a, no, in, a, in a different guy in a real plot sense, like because like again plot. Most sequels are just a carbon copy of the of the first, or at least that's what the that's what it can always boil down to. Beat for beat, this is not the first movie, which is a plus point for one. No, it's a universe expansion. It's a story world exactly. expansion film. Exactly, um, and they do it so and, lovingly, and they do do it so lovingly. Perhaps even unintentionally, because it's not like they're going into this going, well, you know, we need to actually, what we're going to do is we're going to have at least nine films for this fucking beast yeah. of a thing. And we need to introduce like a f- bunch of other main, you know, not main, well, main yeah, main, like, yeah. you know, family characters that uh, exist. You know, we're talking like um, Ludacris's character, yep. uh, yeah. the, et cetera, the et cetera. Entire, the entire wide cast is so well-rounded, like Ludacris as Tej. Like this is one of those movies where I can just, I can tell you everybody's names, even the characters that don't return. Um, um, I'm blanking on the actress's name. Um, who plays who the plays actress. Agent Fuentes? It's um, oh. uh, Ryan Gosling's wife. Uh, um, Eve Eve Mendez. Eve Mendez as yeah. Agent Fuentes. Uh, uh, Devin Aoki as. <laughs> oh God! What is her name? Uh, I've, I've shot myself in the foot. You have you you've like led you you've 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 done a wily coyote. You're like, yeah, I can nail this, and like suddenly the cliffs run out. I can very much describe all of the all of the all of the street race in the start. Every character, even if they're in one shot, 
Suki. Or if you, Suki, of course. I was trying. I was like, they didn't give her a stereotypical I reached Asian for name, my phone. They? No, but did they did. They I did. reached for my phone. I was going to, because I was reading the Wikipedia article yeah. about this earlier to remember myself. I watched this a few weeks. A few weeks? Nah, as a month, a couple months ago now. Mm. We've had a busy week. So I was just like, hey, what's something that I've watched recently uh, that's kind of in this space? And, and the, I had actually key, asked you a couple of months ago. The key phrase you led to for this week was a, a warm blanket of a film. Yeah, which was it's just you know some some we could use or use right now just keep each other warm in a in a pretty yeah, hectic totally. time and I thought there's there's no warmer Fast and Furious film than Too Fast Too Furious because I reached out and you know spoilers if this is basically you know giving the review of this halfway through the record but I said hey Dom what's your favorite mm-hmm. Fast film and he's like this one so I watched Fast it Furious, boom yeah. done uh, well, I'll eventually get through all of them because I've barely seen any other other than the first one which I probably saw in the movies oh, wow. at the theater so hang on so, yeah. so which ones have you seen I think I've seen I've I've seen one I've seen two I've seen large chunks of 5 7 yep. 8 2 3 6 I don't know what the f- I mean, there's so many <laughs> chunks in all of them <laughs> I mean at some point you know fucking uh you know, hello, governor starts to come in, and this, this, True. I mean, that, and that's a conversation that we'll have at some point in, in how franchises evolve. Yes, um, which is a very podcast. Which I is mean, very, this will, you know, this will, a good theme much, for our podcast when we're talking about Bond. This is, will very uh, much every other week. Yeah, and this will very much not be the last time we talk about the Fast and the Furious franchise. Gosh, hell knows. Uh, th- blessingly, they keep showing up in bargain bins for generations to come. <laughs> please do, please do. But back to uh, look. Uh, yeah. Yes, back to this. Film. Too fast, too furious. It's such a wide cast. Like, like I said, even though I'm shooting myself in the foot by claiming I can name everybody and not being able to, all the characters have enough personality to like lead you to believe that they are a, a part of this wide Fast and Furious world. Like you find in some of these other like sequels that let's let's use the example of Bad Boys Two. Not that you've seen it. The only quote unquote interesting characters really are. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Gabrielle Union, and probably Peter Stomer, who plays a Russian, who plays a gangster, as he so oftenly well does. You know, like, again, we could look at all the other kind of street races that show up in this film um, at different occasions. Um, All of the guys who work for the government, (laughs) my favorite, the, the, the most little I've ever seen anyone have screen time and the most I've known a character is the is the like the really shitty um FBI agent who they try and pair him up with at the start? Yeah, because the first time you see him is during the um during the chase after the opening street race where the cops are chasing Brian, and he just crashes out of his car at some point because he's bad at driving, and then they like meet up later in the headquarters. He's like, "All right, this is your guy. This is your partner." And he's like sipping his big soda cup from a pizza store, and he's like, "All right, man. So um, which engine do you think I should put in my Skyline?" The uh the, the uh, Gallo 12 or the Gallo 24. And he, he looks around the room. He like sips his pizza store. And he's like, hmm, uh, let's go uh, 24. He's like, yeah, really? I didn't know pizza stores made engines. Looks at the cup, notices he's been fucking dunked on because Gallo is the name of the pizza store. <laughs> it's just like, and Brian's like, come on, you're really going to set me up with this? He's such a chump, but I immediately believe that he's a big part of this. He is a character in this street racing world it's 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 so simply done and so effectively done i i agree i i feel like there's nothing there's nothing in this film that really like took me out uh it was just one of those great hey morgs 
find something on Stan or wherever the mm. fuck it is. Uh, they're on Stan. All I believe they're currently Stan on Netflix, Netflix right now. They're on Netflix right now. So I watched this on there. Uh, the whole the whole shebang, and I'm like, let's just get into this. At no point was I like, this is tiring. Mm. I do. I don't want to be involved in this anymore. At the very at the very least, this film, if it does take you down those roads of too much plot exposition and dialogue. It's like it doesn't really stay there too long before yep. it's throwing some fucking massive nope. car scene, car chase scene in your yeah. face, or, or at the very least, some you know ass hanging out of short well, shorts. So to to keep you to keep you engaged and like uh, it, to sex up the screen. I mean, yeah, to keep it. Yeah, it knows this film knows what it is trying to achieve. But well, yeah, yeah, you're right, and I do think that there are. You're right. A casual viewer can see that, but this is my main conceit with the Fast and Furious movies. Whenever I talk to them, anyone who hasn't seen them about that, and they want to just brush them off as those dumb car movies, mm. they are the. It's it's. I think it's like the greatest it's soap opera esque, like one of the greatest running family dramas like currently. And I think that if anyone wants to really lock into these movies, as I think they should, they'll find these in all of them these incredible like character stories of characters who keep coming back and keep being interested so you know say you want to lock in see something dumb watch too fast too furious yep cool car chases some funny lines some some butt it's it's fine but i i love so much this super strong dynamic between brian o'connor and roman pierce there's a real uh, it's 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 practically a romance like and this is the other thing we'll talk about um when we talk about style in a bit <laughs> there's so many movies of this era have so much gay panic in them. <laughs> we, and this is a little plug. We've, we've recently done a guest spot on wedding photo hangover, a terrific podcast that you can look up. Don't know when that'll come out. We don't know when, though, so. <laughs> maybe, maybe after this, but just keep an eye out for it. But we, we talked about wedding crashes on that, on that episode, a film from the mid two thousands that is so dude bro heavy that it's sort of, I, I find I find mid two thousands culture very, uh, it's very unappealing. problematic, very unappealing. unappealing. I mean, it's I, it, we go back in time. A lot of things are problematic. Even today, there are a lot of problematic things happening out there. But there's something about the whole style of the mid two thousands that just that is I so unappealing to me. The early two thousands, on the other hand. <laughs> Is is a great. I love the 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 style and the genre in this movie. And I was like thinking, not that I, I rewatched this movie a lot, so I know it's not like that. But I'm always so pleased to see that. Think about like the the male character protagonists, and uh, you know the fact that they'd always be looking at us, and oh, it's, aren't we cool, bro? The mm. two of them have so many intimate moments with each other that a lesser movie would stop and go, oh, but I'm not gay though, bro. Like, it's not, no homo. I thought of the scene yeah. where they first meet each other again and they fight in the sand. Mm. It's practically like watching a married couple fight. Like, they like they may be angry, but you can see how much they love each other there. And that whole, th- and that whole relationship is peppered throughout the movie. They're constantly telling each other how much they love each other, how, how much they appreciate each other as friends. How much they annoy the shit out of exactly. each other. And, and no matter how many times, you know, Paul Walker may have this relationship with Eve Mendez's character, who walks <laughs> off into the sunset at the end of the movie? No spoilers. Mm. It's, 
I mean, but, you know, I mean, spoilers. It's, it's the boys. It's it's the two of because, them. Because because you're watching films like this in this period, you know, through through modern through current times, you know, glasses, and it was the same thing, you know. And you know, what? I was unfortunately I was shouting the same thing in my head watching uh, the Last Jedi. I was like, "Don't kiss! Don't kiss! Don't do it! No! Don't do this to me! Don't! You don't have to make this." Don't make the person uh, make them a love interest, but don't make them a destination. Yeah, and that's fair. and you're totally right that she's you know like yeah, there's tension there. There's that story. There's that story element of like oh she's hot. I'm keen on this. You know mm. this one, um, but it's not like and they lived happily ever. No, what? the fuck they didn't because she has a life and a career and you know fuck Paul Walker can and Paul Walker, and, Paul Walker and, and Roman <laughs> Pierce have their romance together. <laughs> Even though canonically this is, and I think that's so smart because especially coming off the the last film where Paul Walker has this plot heavy relationship with um, Mia Toretto, AKA Jordana Brewster's character, which, you know, comes back later in the franchise. They're like, it'd be a bit much if he just swaddled off into the sunset with some other lady. They're just like, no, fuck it. He can go into the sunset with, with his man. Which goes to show that even though they didn't necessarily have this whole thing planned out. They allowed they allowed this film to essentially set up the fact that this is a bigger franchise yeah. than any one film will give you and, and 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 is not closing off a whole bunch of doors here. Exactly. Uh, so it's not too much of a mess. Oh yeah, by the way, that ending of that film, oh we're just gonna wreck on that in the third and fourth and fifth film. It's like, no no no. No, no, just it's a mess. Let's keep it going. But Let's just fuck it. It's not. It's not terrible. It's not a terrible mess. We can fix it. We can just proceed. Um, I think I've overexplained myself on that point. <laughs> One of the things I and again, what I say about a perfect movie is stuff like you know set out set out to make the movie you want and achieve it. This movie does that. It wants to tell a. It wants to tell a fun story. Introduce some new characters. But what it does is it makes it. So stylish, so oh, yeah. exceptionally stylish from the very opening. The fact that we have that like modified version of the Universal logo turning into the chrome wheel bumping up and down while uh, Like a Pimp by David Banner starts playing. It's like this is <laughs> such a stylistically sure of itself film. Every shot that goes inside like CG engines showing us how oh, it's working. That opening race oh. sequence... It's Ooh. a little it's a little weird watching the Good. the first street race in the first film because it's in a straight line <laughs> but everything yeah. is so CGI hyper stylized. The fact that they've introduced some some turns and some some fluidity to the actual racing this time went a very long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, like, what a novel idea. I do like, miss, we, I do it's miss- 2003 and we're finally like turning some corners here. Way! It's finally. It does happen. <laughs> I I I do miss the street racing in these movies. They, I don't know what. I understand the natural projection of the franchise is not everybody likes street racing, but everybody can like these big action movies with these very lovable characters. Just because it came from street racing and it usually focuses on cars, I get it. But I really do like the street racing in all of them. I do. It's such a. What would you describe it as? Like, just the. Are you a car fan? Yeah, I'm a sort of a car fan. Like I'm not I'm not uh put it this way. One time I was walking past a a stall like outside a th- 
movie theater one day mm. and it was like sponsored by Shannon's car insurance, which outside of Australia listens. In fact, probably most people in Australia don't realize mm. it's like one of those specific, like, this is your beautiful hot yeah. car. You know, this is your hobby yeah. car. This is your love car insurance, like specifically you've got your, for those yeah, kind you've of got people. Your 1955, car insurance. Yeah, you've got your 1955 yeah, yeah. Ford uh, Holden FJ. Yeah, and it was like, you know, I think they they were sponsoring some kind of showing of a film, I think because it was also maybe an anniversary of Paul Walker's death or something. Like, that's not me. I've got a Ford, I've got a Lego Ford 67 Mustang um, on the shelf. You know, I'm, I'm keen on, on those particular things. I'm keen on those beats, um, but I'm not like talking about cars all the time. So, you know, I, I, I have my niches. Yeah. I, I, I like what I like, but fucking give me one of these films and I'm, I'm a rev head. Like, yeah. That, that switch is flicked. Exactly. Like day to day, I like, like you said, yeah, I, I couldn't like take apart an engine and put it back together, but I like driving a lot and I like motoring. And so that side of me is really always pleasantly surprised when these movies don't specifically focus on like, oh, the fastest and the, the furiousest. No, I, I like it when they, when, when they talk about the, just the, just the, the, the tone of motoring, you know, of, of, of driving and stuff. And so I, I miss a lot of that. And I think this one captures that whole early two thousands style mixing with the substance of driving. Like all the cars are, have these incredible paint jobs, incredible lighting setups. They're so fun to watch. They're almost like characters in themselves and Mm. just to watch them operated by like these really, well explored or at least well very well performed human dynamics in between all this action and 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 exuberance that's really comforting to watch you know so again i'm all for the the montage of when they're modding the cars set to pump it up by joe budden (laughs) our podcast our podcasting great joe budden (laughs) it's 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 nuts how do you do that? How do you get like? How do you get? How do you go from a song placement in Too Fast and Furious to having one of the first Spotify exclusive podcasts? What a what a career trajectory! What do you mean, Joe Budden, who sings the song "Pump It Up," which is used uh, twice in Too Fast Too Furious, um, has his podcast, the Joe Budden Podcast, with Rory and Maul. No, it's uh, my favorite podcast. Does he? Yeah, and then at the end of 2017, they went Spotify exclusive. Spotify bought out the... No, not end of 2017, end of 2018. This is... As we're recording this, the news that Joe Rogan has recently gone exclusive on Spotify. I thought you were confusing him. No, no, no. no, Spotify loves its Joes. Um, No, yeah, the news has come out that Joe Rogan got this huge exclusive Spotify deal. Honestly, if you listen to... Yeah, we go and start the, beef. Start, the beef. Rogan, start the beef. Start the beef. Some, start the beef. I think you've got to find some better podcasts to listen to. So I don't give a shit that Joe Rogan. I just got listen I just got mad Alpha. that everybody was talking about it on the timeline. I was like, uh, Joe Budden yeah. had this shit like two years ago. Where were uh, you? Yeah, where were you? Where were you? What did you think of two? What did so sum up in sum up in two words? Because it's the second film in the mm. franchise. What do you think of this film? How would you rate this film in two words? Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Look, this was a ripper. This was a warm blanket. That's my two words. Warm blanket for me. That's what I asked for. That's what we got. 
We're going to wrap it up. This is a short, fast and furious episode this week. We're going to be back with Bond next week. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Dom, where can the internet find you? Uh, you can find me at Instagram at DomFitzTheChamp and at Twitter at DomFitzFilmBoy. You can find me on Twitter at Morgan C. Roberts and Morgan Roberts Photo on Instagram. Anything else to uh, you talk can catch about, me? Dom? You can catch me changing my avies on social to that that one big fat guy who's like dancing at the start of Too Fast, Too Furious during the Ludacris song. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's my closing point. I've, we know. I forgot to mention. We know who our stands are. If you're the one that's j- jumping on, jumping on that profile pic. Changing, I forgot. Like, I forgot. You, you brought this button. point up all the way at the start, and I forgot to mention it until now. I lo- I love it when a film is that self-aware and is confident enough to be that self-aware. The fact that they are singing the song too fast, too furious. I'm too fast for your man. In the beginning of the movie sung by one of the lead actors in the movie as the big neon lights that say too fast, too furious. I love it when a film is that self-aware and that confident in being self-aware. It's beautiful. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't need to be anything else. I can't it wait to talk to about, be, I can't wait to talk about other fast and furious movies with you. All right. We'll see you guys next week for the last, finally, Actually, the last Sean Connery installment in our James Bond series. See you, Sean. You dud.